What's going on? This is another episode of Flipping Tables. Uh, my wife isn't on here with me today, but I'm here and I want to talk about a few things. Um, one of the things that I want to talk about today is uh, the suspect that was arrested um, in the shooting of two Dallas police officers. Uh, my man's name was Armando Juarez. Um, he's being um, held on multiple accounts of aggravated assault on a police officer. Um, and yeah, so my man shot up a a Home Depot and shooting a, a, a police officer, uh, off-duty police officer. Um, and I believe it was an off-duty police officer anyway. Um, and was on a run for a little bit and they finally got him. Uh, but this is the thing, though. The, the amount of coverage that this dude is getting, right, is um, is is weird. Because in the same week that this is going on, um, they also the, the media also decides to to put out a a story of three um, college students in um, Mexico who were uh, apparently uh, tortured. Uh, killed and then um, they were put in acid to to um, to get rid of the of the bodies um, and apparently that was a mistaken identity um, situation down there in um, in Mexico but what, what what was weird to me is that like as, as these as these headlines are coming on and as I'm reading them um, I'm not really, I'm not trying to get on social media as much anymore for my, for sanity's sake. Um, it's been a really difficult couple of days for me. Um, so I'm just not down, I'm just not getting down with social media like that outside of my Twitter. Um, which you can follow me at Philly underscore Sway. That's P-H-I-L-L-Y underscore S-W-A-Y. Um, and that's my my Twitter handle, but yeah, I just haven't been able I just haven't been able to stomach social media lately. Um, <clears throat> I'll be with um with rate like rate racial commentary or um, political uh, commentary. I just haven't been able to stomach it as of late because it just seems so one sided, man. Like nobody's really trying to listen to the other person. If I say something, somebody gets upset. Um, if somebody else says something, I get upset. So I'd just rather not deal with it right now. Um, but I, I am making moves towards possibly um, speaking with some people who think differently from me. And I want to do it in a way that is loving, that is respectful, that is gentle. Um, shout outs to the BDN and Wile who, who really um, has helped a brother out as I see him. Um, communicate with people who think differently from him. Um, really gracious and really respectful. Love that brother. Um, but I want to. I'm trying to get like that, man. I'm trying to get to the point where I'm like, I'm really, I'm really good in my position, and I and I don't. I'm not trying to sway anybody outside of their position. But I want to make things known. I want to make sure that people see things. So when I see these type of headlines, um, I'm not saying that folks is right. I'm not saying that this dude is innocent. Um, but I do question the media um, when it comes to to um, overly um, overly representing people of a certain ethnicity um, in this particular space and time. 
um, when 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 um, Daka is being um, pushed by the by 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 um by the Supreme Court when um when um when the president is still saying um, really derogatory things about Mexicans and most of them aren't true when you have ICE um, officers rallying up. Uh, people from their jobs, from the street, from their families. Um, it's just very weird to me that all of a sudden, all these Mexicans are on on my newsfeed. It just seems very odd, and um, I just want to point that out. The same way I want to point out that in the in the um, in the wake of uh, a few weeks ago when. The um, two young men were arrested at uh, Philadelphia Starbucks around the corner from my job. That same week, um, the the media again is is full of different incidents throughout the country of the same type of um, the same type of, of of things happening. Whether it be in L.A. at another Starbucks or um, at a Waffle House. Um, we see these things and we're like, oh snap, this is happening everywhere. I'm not sure if it's happening everywhere, but it, because it's happening, I understand the media has a responsibility to to, to touch on it. But I want to I, I want to bring attention to something else. There's a man who shot four people in in a um, in a waffle house, and this young man killed four people, and he was he was stopped by a heroic young man. Um, and I can't find the story at the moment, but I'm sure that if you look it up, it's there. But what, what I find it really, um, what I find really intriguing about this particular issue is that it's not getting as much bump as everything else. Yet this dude sat there and killed four people. And he would have killed more if he wasn't, if, if he wasn't stopped. Um, if, if he wouldn't have been stopped, he would have killed more people. But another thing is that he was taken in alive. He wasn't looked at as a threat in any way. Um, he wasn't looked at as the, the, the police officers who, who, um, who arrested him didn't think that he was a threat, didn't kill him, didn't harm him. He was taken in without injury, without um, altercation. Um, and it just makes me think of folks like, um, like Stefan Clark. Um, Folks like like Philando Castile, um, folks that that didn't do anything to merit getting shot, but did get shot. Um, and I'm not trying to pull the race card. I just want to uh, I just want to point out this thing. I want to point out this moment where a person who actually did go into a place and did actually kill people was was apprehended alive and without incident. And I think that that is worth mentioning. Um, I also just want to point out, man, that this week has been, um, has been wild in the, in the, um, in the news world, man. Donnie, Donnie T's out there, um, having dinners and, and, um, dinner parties and whatnot with, with all kinds of different presidents from France and whatnot. And I'm just thinking, so how much is all this costing? Um, how much is all this costing, man? There's schools out here in Philadelphia that are grossly, grossly underfunded. 
Flint still hasn't had, it still doesn't have clean water. Um, my town in my, my, my hometown in Trenton, New Jersey, probably still doesn't have clean water either. And they're in the midst of, in, in, they're about to have a, a new mayoral election um, next month. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, when are things going to change, man? When are we going to be, when, when are we going to start looking out for the people? When, when are, when are more affluent um, citizens going to start voting and making policies in a way that will make life a lot more equitable? Um, it just bothers me to no end, man. But I also want to encourage the people that are listening to this, that that there is a there is a middle ground there is a non-left and non-right alternative to how to process and how to look at everyday situations it's not the libertarian position it's not the conservative position it's not the liberal position it's not the progressive um, position. It's a mixture of all those things. You know, there's some things that I can say, um, and I can give a hearty amen to that conservatives say. There's a, there's some things that I can um, say to, with liberals and progressive people. Yeah, a hearty amen with them as well, as well as libertarians. There's some things that I can, that I can take from each one of these ideologies and say, you know what, I can roll with that. I can rock with that. But we have to really uh, dig deep and understand that not everything is so simple. Everything is nuanced, man. Things are complicated. Folks in the hood aren't poor and they're not dealing drugs for no apparent reason. They're doing it because they really don't think that there's a way out. Um, people in the suburbs think that people in the in in the hood are wild and and crazy and immoral and dangerous because the media makes it out to be that way. Um, but I have lived in the hood for the past three years in Philadelphia here, um, and uh, before I was married, I lived in the hood just about my whole life um, before five years ago. So I I can I can attest I've been there. Um, yes, you do have to you do have to be careful, but no, you don't have to be suspicious of every single person that you see. And by being careful, I mean you know if if it's 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 things like um like don't wear your jewelry out. You know that's common sense. Um, don't wear your jewelry out because somebody out there is hungry, and they haven't eaten in weeks, and you might get robbed for that jewelry. But in the same sense, I can say I can't go into certain neighborhoods because at night or even in the daytime, apparently, because, you know, what was the last week? A young man missed a school bus, went to knock on somebody's door. He got shot at um, because the homeowner thought he was that the young man was trying to break into his house. But anyway, um, but I can say the same thing. You know, common sense tells me not to walk in affluent neighborhoods at night because I'm going to be looked at as an intruder and the cops are going to be called on me. You know, so like there's just common sense things that we that common sense rules, unfortunate rules that we need to um, that we need to address. And I would say these are rules that we need to um, destroy. These are rules that we have to cast down. These are rules that we have to um, bar um, <laughs> because they're not healthy rules. Um, 
So I would say that, you know, we need to get to a place where we don't have to worry about walking um, in any neighborhood because we're scared of being robbed or I, I don't want to be, I don't want to have to ever um, be worried about uh, walking in a more affluent neighborhood because I'm going to get the cops called on me. Uh, I don't, I don't, I want to live in a world where we don't do that. And I'm not saying that I'm vying for a, for a utopia and in some Marxist, um, some Marxist construction. No, I'm, I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is uh, that we should, um, we should vote for people who are going to make policies that will help to that end. And we need to, if, you, if you're a Christian listening to this, whether you are a conservative or a liberal, we need to get involved in our communities so that there can be equitable results in the policies that people in our communities vote for. For example, um, there in, in my community, right, in Frankfurt in Pennsylvania, the, the um, stop and goes, for example, um, the, those are small liquor stores that people could go in, they can get some beer, drink it there, and then they bounce. Or they can go into a liquor store, buy some beer, drink it in the lot, in, in the liquor store, and then bounce. Or they also have mixed drinks, whatever, uh, or shots, right? But apparently, a lot of these places have restaurant licenses, right? So they're already in violation because they're not restaurants. These are liquor stores. So what's what's happening is they're getting dinged for all these things. That's pro, that's good progress because now you have less people in these liquor stores getting drunk and that means less fighting in the streets. That means that they won't be in the street as long and that means that it's a, it's a little safer. Um I mean, I'm telling you just get involved in your community, man. Um yeah, so that's my time, man. It's my little 15 minutes. Um, hope you guys found this educational, or at least listening to me talk might have, um, you know, done some good in, in your mind at all. But, again, follow me on Twitter at Philly underscore Sway. Um, rate this podcast. And um, just hit me, man. All right, flipping these tables, y'all. Peace, punch. Captain Crunch.